Welcome everyone to the Is This Love podcast, the podcast where we talk about the weird and wonderful world of love and relationships. That's right. All that weird, gushy stuff that you don't want to hear about, we talk about on a weekly basis. And who are we? We are two people from totally different worlds. I from Canada. <laughs> Francis, aka the guy, I'm not from Canada. I was going to say. <laughs> I did I not know say, you were from Canada. <laughs> and Sarah from Ireland. Not oh. Ireland, but, it, but it's green. I like it. Oh, really? Okay, there you go. There you go. Sarah, Sarah Nave and myself, Francis, a.k.a. the other guy. We are your guides. We're the ones rowing the boat through this uh, whole thing called uh, relationships. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, <clears throat> you know what's kind of funny is something we never really touch on is friendships, which is also a type of relationship. Even though mm-hmm. I know we talk about love and relationships, but friendship I think is very important, right? Like, yeah. we have a friendship, you know. I think yes. you, didn't rea- you didn't react, so I'm like, I mean, yes, no, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> we have a friendship, correct? Um, and some people have a hard time even making friends. I think one of these days, not not today, because we have we have a a a, a show that we we're already planning on doing, but like. You know, we both are kind of weird with friends because we don't have a lot. <laughs> like, our friend mm-hmm. groups aren't huge. But we have them, though. Yeah. Like, we made friends somehow. <laughs> like Somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Despite the odds, we, you and I, somehow <laughs> made our friend groups, like, for some weird, strange, out-of-this-world reason. And so... <laughs> one of these days, we should you should really talk about that. But first, I really want to talk about one thing and one thing only because I'm finally I'm I'm finally understanding something, and I want to know if you understand it as well. I don't I, I forget your relationship with this just because I'm just really bad at remembering anything. Remembering it. Okay. What is your relationship with TikTok? Oh man, almost nothing. Oh. I mean, every once in a while, like someone will send me something. And it'll make me laugh, and I'll look up some more of that person's stuff, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple more of them will make me laugh, and then I forget TikTok for another six months. I think I am. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Yeah. I kind of the same way. I think my favorite one is the guy who I don't remember what his his channel is called, but he always says in all his videos he's making inventions, like crazy inventions, and he always says, "Oh God, what does he say?" Very easy to use, and the design is very human. And I feel so bad that I can't, like, give him proper credits right now because anyone who's seen his stuff will know exactly who I'm talking about. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't, actually. I wish I did. I, I just kind of started it, so I don't – I haven't really dived too deep. But, okay. Well, so. look that up because he is so funny, and I'm really sorry to him that I can't remember his name. It's designed so easy and what was it? So it's um, very easy to use and the design is very human. He says those two things in like every video. And that's like his catchphrase. Okay. Is it like one of them is in the middle? Is it what? Is it an Asian dude? Yes. Okay. So according to this, his name is uh, Don Don. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just Don Don. The design is very, because I just looked up the design is very human TikTok compilation. And it's just him with really strict, like, what looks like a toaster that wraps around his Yeah. Head. You know, he does, like, really weird, like, robotic. I'm just, like, laughing because I can't believe that the name doesn't ring a bell at all, and it should because I watch so many of his videos, and I'm sorry, Don Don, like, I should be paying attention to your name and not just the content, but it is so funny. So here's his TikTok, because it might not be Don Don. It just says that on here, but no, he's not. it isn't. It's HMG dot 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 four. So that's what it says here. No bio. 1.7 million follows followers 55 million likes he has like oh my god he has like a oh god he has like a middle finger that like sprays your butt <laughs> in the toilet like that's weird <laughs> um you really do have to take some time and just like watch all of his videos they're I mean, so funny very i mean the guy that does the like he puts his hands out and like someone will do something really elaborate and then this guy will like just <gasps> Oh, yeah. simply like really easily and just like go it's just like and he never says anything ever yeah he just puts his hands out like this is how it's done like the gesture is like it was really that easy kind yeah. of yeah i totally know who you're talking about. he's very funny he is he's hilarious i mean like the guy was a nobody and like no zero dollars to his name and now he's like a millionaire it's amazing wow thanks to tiktok but anyway i get it now i i just wanted to, i just wanted to put it out there <laughs> i get it now I'm probably not going to dive deep into it as like a lot of other people do, like spend hours just kind of scrolling through TikTok and watching videos. But, you know, right Mm -hmm. before the show, you know, while I was waiting for your email, um, which, you know, like, anyway, um, I was watching, like, I I, I get like this weird, I guess because I logged in once, I get like now a compilation of things you should watch, like, hey, Here's mm-hmm. a bunch of TikTok videos you should watch. And I'm like, oh, all right. You know, and I watch one and, you know, start scrolling through. And I get it now. I get it. This is television <laughs> now. This is, what's con- this is what's considered entertainment. And I understand. Well, I think that if you open it and start watching it, you get kind of sucked into it. Yeah. It's easy. I think, yeah, it's really easy to get sucked into it. For me personally, it doesn't have like like the bring me back factor. I know no. it's not the same for many, many people just yeah. are on it all the time. But yeah. for me, that's one of the apps or whatever you want to call it that like, cause I'm also thinking YouTube. I actually do watch YouTube, several things on YouTube and I go back to YouTube over and over again, but yeah. I forget about TikTok for like months at a time. Well, I think the thing with YouTube in versus TikTok is TikTok is mostly all original content in the sense of like somebody's creating it. While YouTube has a lot of stuff from like TV shows and like movies and stuff. Oh, that's true. Like, so it has yeah. a little bit more mainstream stuff and it's not all user generated and, 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 and created stuff. But like, man, this guy, this, <laughs> I, just, I just scrolled down and he has this thing where he's like, Oh, a lot of food is too big to eat. Well, I've invented something to make your mouth wider so you could eat wider food. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Like, one of my favorite ones is he's like, animals, many animals have four feet. Humans only have two feet. Very unfair. (laughs) His invention is to, like, give you two back feet. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'll give you the centaur look. Okay. Oh, my goodness. 
I love that you're giggling over this because I'm like, I haven't seen, I obviously have missed out on a lot of these videos, but I love that you find this like, because this guy's really, <laughs> like, he, it looks like he lives it. He, he, just based off of like the inside of his home and stuff, it looks like he's living in not squalor or anything, but he's not like wealthy or anything. He looks like he lives kind of like in a very plain and simple home. Like his bed is really simple. You know, hmm. it's like a cot, right? His his bathroom, like the walls have nothing distinct about them. Very, very simple, very, very empty. And I don't know if it's just like he's recording it from like a like a warehouse or something that he can mess up the toilets and all that stuff and he can do all these things. But if it's his home, it's very nondescript. Well, he does have things go a little bit crazy a lot of the time. So maybe he doesn't have it around his real furniture and decorations. I don't know. Maybe he just... Doesn't have that much oh, stuff, right. but he does have stuff that go cut, make a mess or like jump all over the place. So, <laughs> well, there you have it. H H M D G. I don't have any recommendations for um, TikTok, even though the one I guess I would recommend is Steve Irwin's son has a TikTok. Oh and- yeah, I think I saw a little bit of someone posted it on like Reddit. I think he's he seems like a sweet uh, new generation of animal whisperer yeah but the the dude has i love his accent i love listening to this dude talk like i just love the australian accent and he sounds he is like asmr to me like the dude has a really good sound to his voice and he just Mm -hmm. like because he recently like saved he was like dry apparently he was driving home or something he almost ran over a lizard and he's like i have to help this lizard and look what it's doing he's like explaining this tiny lizard in his hand that's trying to bite him right but he's not letting it well because it's just like trying to protect itself because he thinks he's you know the lizard thinks he's a predator yeah and he's like i wouldn't pick up a bitey lizard Well, but but it never bit him. It, it tried to once, but he's like, "Oh no, I know, I know." He's he's treating it very, you know, gingerly. Yeah, and, and, and he's he very seems very kind. Yeah, he even he, I I watch this uh, American uh, this and uh, this is the last thing we're gonna talk about. We're getting to the show, guys. I just you know, again, <laughs> we're like a little banter at the beginning, some bants at the beginning, but he did uh, the Australian Today Show. So Australia has this Today Show that's pretty funny for the most part. It was way funnier back in the day, but. You know, so funny now, and and he he had they had a segment where this, I guess, American girl was trying to ask Steve Irwin's. I wish he knew his name, but yeah, like trying to ask him out on a date or something because he thought she thought he was so cute and so this, <laughs> so that and everything, and so somehow it it got viral on TikTok or or YouTube or whatever, and so the the morning show ha- calls in to have her say it to this guy. Over the phone, like over video or whatever. Oh, wow. And the dude was like, even though obviously he wasn't going to say yes or anything, but he was like this. He was just so nice and so like cool about it. I was like, I wish all dudes his age, like he's like early 20s or whatever, were like this guy because he's just so nice and so polite. Just so like, like people need to be like this dude. Like he seems like such a good, legit dude. So, yeah, and I think the da- the daughter too is pretty like cool and legit. I, I remember her name because she has the weird name Bindi, but oh, yeah, I totally forgot about uh, that. Yeah, so anyway, all right, I'm done. I just, it just anyway. <laughs> TikTok, who knew it was actually fun to listen to or watch? But you know, it's also fun to listen to and watch is us talk about <laughs> love and relationships. And we have a question from the world of the world. <laughs> 
that has from the uh, world of the world, the world of the world that has us <laughs> uh, answering. So what do we got here today? Okay. How do you learn to love yourself in a way that makes you more attractive, less needy and feel secure in relationships? Go ahead, Sarah. How? Oh, <laughs> give us a secret. <laughs> well, of course, if it was an easy or straightforward answer, everybody would be in much better shape. Everybody wants to know how to love themselves better. I think, yeah. I think different people, I think that there's like a uh, multiple facets to an approach, but some people maybe focus more on, some aspects and others like some people really focus on their like themselves as like their body like trying to feel the best they can maybe eating really nutritiously and exercising a lot and also <laughs> maybe <laughs> buying really nice clothes and just making themselves look good and feel good and that gives them a sense of self-love I think whatever you can do to feel really secure and whole in yourself is the ultimate goal and to feel like you have everything you need inside of you and you're going to find wonderful people and things in your life. So you don't have to stay with something that isn't good for you because there's good mm. things out there that you can replace anything that's not working for with and just being secure that that, and like I said, for some people, like trying to be really attractive and feel really physically good might be their way of feeling really secure that way. But I think going like spiritually or mentally that direction, there's ways to do it that way also, where you maybe meditate a lot or talk to a therapist. There's just a lot of different ways to go about it. I think it's just learning what works best for you and then practicing and doing, you know, something every day. So I often hear that self-confidence, for instance, which I guess is similar, right? Loving yourself comes from kind of a self-respect or self-confidence or kind of a self-esteem, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when you like yourself, you inevitably love yourself. Right. Like, for instance, I personally, I'm not sure... <laughs> Of whether or not I love myself, really. Mm. Uh, this is something I've struggled all my life, way back when. You know, I, I was told by a, a therapist, so I didn't make this up, that I had like depression and all this stuff. So this is not something that was just in my head. They, they diagnosed me that way. Mm -hmm. And it's tough to think like positively about anything sometimes. And for many, 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 many years, I often woke up in the morning. And said to myself, God, I hate you. Oh. I hate you so much. Oh, my gosh. I don't say so much anymore, but I did it for many years. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, right before I went to bed, and oftentimes right when I wake up, because I hate, I hated my life. I hated everything about it. And I hated me because, I, you know, I allowed it to happen that way, and I just hated it. Mm -hmm. So people often say, well, wait a minute. Why aren't you, why, why were you so negative about yourself? What was it? It's like, well, I, I guess I could play in depression, but other people may not have depression and they don't have, or may not have those kind of mental struggles and are just not feeling like they can like themselves because they feel like, well, wait a minute. 
nobody else loves me. Why should I love me? Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like a, a give and take, right? Like, Oh, <clears throat> if this person is positive towards me and says positive things, okay, well that reinforces that I'm a positive and good person. But if nobody does that, how can I convince myself that I am that way when nobody else is saying it around me? Mm-hmm. And that's a really tough situation. That's true. And oftentimes kind of the, the advice I've been, I've heard that doesn't necessarily, I don't know if it works because I, 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 I didn't do it myself, but a friend of mine did is you fake it until you make it. Mm. In other words, you pretend you like yourself. You know, we all have an imagination. We all have, I hope we do at least. And the concept behind that is, is that at some point, one or two things are going to happen when you kind of fake it. It One potential path is that you fake it so often that you start believing it. And your self-esteem goes up because you're like, I've been saying to, it's like, I've been saying to myself, I'm the best or whatever. I, maybe not, maybe not that. Big, can you know, bolster yourself that high? But you're like, I'm good at stuff, or like, I'm worth it, right? <laughs> and it's like, after a while, when you say it often enough, it becomes a habit, and you start believing it. You just kind of start believing the inverted commas, quote unquote, lie, right? Because you're thinking, essentially, you're lying to yourself in essence, but then it becomes the truth because you start believing it yourself. And then you kind of reflect that by doing things that reflect that in, within yourself, right? Oh, I have the self-esteem now. And it kind of shows on the outside, right? Yeah. And that, that's one potential thing that can happen. But the second potential thing that can happen is you do it often enough. You fake it in front of enough people and they start acknowledging it and they start feeding it and start telling you, you know, you're pretty cool. Oh, you know what? You're a lot of this, that, and the other thing. And, and your self-esteem bolsters. You're like, you, and then, it's, then in your own head, you've kind of said, yeah, of course it's true because other people are feeding this because I faked it for so long. Hmm. And I think that's one potential. I mean, Sarah's way is probably more... Well, obviously, it has a lot more um, practical way of doing it because you have a set goal, like yeah. Physical, mentally, you have a set goal, whether it be through therapy or through maybe even like mental exercises. But sometimes, sometimes you can convince yourself. You know, I think it, like that could be that might need to be the first step for a lot of people. Like, kind of what another word for that some people use is affirmations. So you affirmations. Yeah. Positive. Yeah. Right. You like look in the mirror and you say things and you maybe don't believe them. So you maybe need to make a list. Like I am really amazing. People love hanging out with me. I'm really caring. You know, I'm fun. I'm very smart. I'm attractive, whatever you need to believe. And maybe things other people said about you that are just hard for you to believe. And yeah, like you said, you are kind of faking it at the beginning, but eventually you'll start to feel more like it. And if you don't have the motivation to maybe start doing self-help or therapy or to start just trying to live like, you know, like have a healthier overall health, I guess. Yeah. Healthier lifestyle, like, like exercise is so good for mental health. Um, It doesn't have to to be like, you know, lifting a hundred pounds all the time, like just any kind of consistent walking yeah walking helps exactly like anything is just really really much better for your mental health than not 
but it can be hard to get that motivation or to feel like you're worth it. So I think you're right. Like starting with the affirmations or faking it until you convince yourself to start doing things and like going out more and people noticing that you feel better. I think it's all like a big snowball effect, but yeah, maybe the hardest part is starting a snowball. So you just need to pretend you have a snowball. <laughs> and that's the first yeah. step. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we can't make anyone do stuff. We can't make anyone tell us we're wonderful. We can't make anyone do anything. What we can do is, again, change the way we think about things and change the way we approach life. Mm-hmm. That is the one power we have like that's immediate and that we know will work 100% of the time, right? Because we have that power of ourselves. But we're not going to be able to be like, hey, you over there, attractive lady, tell me I'm sexy. I mean, they're not going to do it. I mean, they might just to be like, you're sexy, but they're not going to mean it, right? <laughs> they're like, get away from me. You're sexy. He just leave me alone. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say, you're date. sexy. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's how I date, you know. <laughs> I'm sexy. Anyway. No, but like, that's the kind of the thing, right? Like, you, you need to. You, you can't do that. You need to be able to just kind of within yourself, like Sarah says, every morning, write it down on a list if you need to, put it up on a mirror, right? Mm, just yeah. say it to yourself. Look at yourself. Say the things that you have on that list. I am this. I am this. I am this. And be realistic, okay? Don't be like, <laughs> you know, don't, don't be like, I have a 16-inch penis. Well, no, you don't. <laughs> and first off, why would you want it that long anyway? You know, how can you possibly walk? You would be dragging that thing everywhere. <laughs> That's gross. But <laughs> things that are realistic is like, you know, I am confident. I am th- like those things that are more realistic. Yeah. Don't yeah. say <laughs> I have size double G breasts. It, I, I mean, it's also hard to walk around that way. Probably <laughs> also hard. to. I don't know why I'm picking the things that are really difficult to do. Hard on the back. But, I would imagine. <laughs> It, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but but yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah I know. You, you, I can't, you can't even. Can you? I, can your arms wrap around the front of your chest if they were that big? I don't even think so. Well, hopefully you don't have to do a whole lot that way. I don't know. I think. Um, I think a lot of women, if it's causing them any kind of, you know, pain or anything. Fortunately, you can get surgery to reduce the size of just about anything. So that's good. Yeah. Even a 16-inch long penis. I'm sure all of his friends would be like, oh, but, you know, why? You have a miracle from God. (laughs) That guy's probably like, like, not as great as it sounds. I mean, sure, I can have sex from another room. But I have to be outside the stall when I pee. It's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) So... Oh my god! <laughs> and how? And if the woman had, you know, double G, you know, whatever breasts. I mean, all the men she killed from just suffocation, from just oh. those large mammaries on their face. Like, she could be oh a my god. femme fatale. She could be. How did I? Mammary asphyxiation. Oh no. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what is that from Futurama? I he say, I never thought I'd die this way, but I always really hoped. 
Yeah. I guess I guess if there's ever yeah, I guess if there's any way to die, that'd be the best way. <laughs> but yes, uh does that will that make you more attractive? Well, it may cause you to be to to work harder on your appearance, maybe get look for a nicer haircut, uh, maybe um Maybe if you're very facial hairy, you know, you, you may be clean shaven <laughs> or something. It may cause you to work out, like Sarah was saying, being have a healthier lifestyle. That could all lead to being more attractive, sure. We can't that that's something that's weird because you can't force attractiveness. Attractive is attractive, right? Like you're gonna be attractive to somebody at some point. Depending on how I guess how much effort you put into it. Less needy. That's on you. <laughs> It Being is. less needy is on you. It is. I do think that um, the security allows you to feel less needy. I yeah. think that neediness does come from this feeling like if I don't have this, I I will be nothing. You know, I'll lose. Yeah. My life will, will collapse if I if I can't hang on to this this job or this person or this thing that's maybe not that great for me, but I'm not good enough on my own, and I can't find like good things without this thing i need it there's nothing else good like it i'll never be able to find it i'm not worthy and i i just won't be able to so i think it would help with neediness but i also hear what you're saying that like it is up to us to work on that it's all part of it it is on you a bit but this is one this is one avenue to work on it for sure sure so hopefully uh, with all this kind of this advice and suggestions, it'll help you get to feeling more secure, and and those problems can essentially domino effect and go away because you'll have that motivation, you'll have that drive to be to be better, do better, look better, things like that. So it should hopefully mm-hmm. all kind of fall into place. Um, usually, when you have more self confidence and more self respect, you don't get lazier, you don't get like. <laughs> It usually doesn't have an opposite effect. Usually you want to look better, do better, et cetera. So, yeah. But anyway, maybe sometimes though, no matter how well you do, might not be enough sometimes, unfortunately, because we have another question here. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just talk about it. Yeah, next question. <laughs> All right, here we go. My boyfriend said he wants an open relationship. I went on medication for depression a few months ago and my sex drive has gone way down. He has a high drive and says he doesn't want to pressure me for sex, but he has needs that I won't fulfill anymore. I hate the thought of him with another woman, but is it unfair for me to say no? Wait, no to what? Sex? An open relationship. Oh, open relationship. <laughs> How did I not follow that? Um, uh, obviously, I'm still recovering from being sick. Um, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, uh, that's okay. I'll give you the cliff notes. <laughs> Thanks. You know, I was, I heard everything you said, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> We've talked about it before the show, and I'm just, oh, never mind. All right. Have you ever had a, I mean, this is a personal question. I guess I'll ask it anyway. Have you ever had Medicare, uh, been on anything that, that, that killed your sex drive? I think so. It's hard to tell. Like, I've had various medical things for a lot of my life, it's hard to tell which things have done what exactly. Like, side you. I get you, I get you, lady, I get you. But I do believe that I have like talked to a doctor before and said, you know, would any of these have this kind of effect? Because I noticed, you know, maybe I was with someone at the time who had a much higher drive than me, and they would say, yeah, it's very likely that it would. So 
Probably. And I just, you know, because of that, it was very noticeable because my partner had a very high drive. So the, the difference made me like want to ask about it. And you said, you know what you should do? You should have an open relationship. I did not say that. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm kind of in her place. So absolutely not. Like at least the way she feels. Yeah. I, 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 I've also, I'm actually, I think I'm currently in that situation now having my condition that I have that I'm not going to talk about. You get to guess. Um, yes, I have a 16 inch penis. I don't know what to do, (laughs) but (laughs) just put it over my shoulder, walk around. It's great. Oh God. (laughs) It's not that, I guess it's not that long, but yeah, you know, having no sex drive with a partner who has a high one is a very difficult thing to navigate. Mm -hmm. Um, I have been very fortunate up until recently to be able to match my partner's sex drive when, when it came to that stuff. So it never been, has never been an issue. But in this particular case, I can completely understand where, you know, this person is coming from. Like, mm-hmm. how do you satisfy your partner in that way while also kind of like maintaining their relationship? Now, for some people, if the boyfriend <laughs> recommends an open relationship, that's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it's not, seems like just because you feel guilty for not having a sex drive, you, you, you're, <laughs> you're open, I guess, because you didn't say no. You're like, you're kind of open to the idea potentially because you can give him what he wants, mm. which I guess automatically makes them incompatible. But I also wonder why she just doesn't try to look for another medication that would not hinder her sex drive as much, mm-hmm. right? Like, because there's just one medication for depression, right? There's a bunch of them and they all do something different. And at different rates, you know, maybe you can you guys, you can find a cocktail that works to where you can still have somewhat a, a, any type of uh, uh, of libido. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, was yours gone completely when 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 you were on that medication, or was it just kind of just lowered or and, and a little bit more muted? It wasn't gone completely, it, and we might have, you know, even if I wasn't on it, we might have had different drives, anyways. For me. This is a tricky one because it's a lot of people have relationships where their drives aren't the same. And unfortunately, it it sometimes means incompatibility. Sometimes, not always. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think as far as open relationship goes, don't ever do an open relationship or polyamorous relationship unless both partners are an enthusiastic yes it should never be because that's a, com- that's a compromise. Yeah. And it's one that's going to make one or both of you feel really bad, insecure, resentful, and it's just not going to be good. This I'm pretty sure it's going to be her in that respect because I think he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, but then she's going to probably like, you know, project that somehow. Then he's going to start oh, feeling yeah. weird. And it's, it's definitely going to probably start with her. Um, and then it just, I mean, but it, it's understandable. If you're, if you want a monogamous relationship, it's okay to stick with that and you should, unless you are very enthusiastically willing to try something else. And so is your partner. So that one isn't for me, whatever the answer is to this, the answer is not for her to just go along with an open relationship because he isn't getting what he needs. Either they're just not compatible or like you said, she can, she can maybe look into different medication or maybe talk to, I don't know, maybe even like a sex therapist or something or 
try different things if she wants to try to either raise her drive or find ways to enjoy sex more. But like creating a situation where she's like having him sleep with other people and it makes her really unhappy is just not the way to go. I don't think. Yeah, because she hates the she hates the idea. It's not something she wants to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she feels like she's not. It's kind of weird. This is going to sound terrible, but it's like she doesn't feel like she's holding up her end of the of the deal. I guess in their relationship, right? Like she's mm-hmm. not providing something that I think was there at the beginning. And now after taking this medication, it's like, well, now I can't give him what he wants. My recommendation is, see, it's tough. Mm -hmm. I I, I think that he was, I think that jumping to open relationship was, I mean, I don't know how much those guys have talked, right? I don't know how far they've discussed this to get to this point. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, have they discussed, like, well, maybe we can have sex, but, you know, I'll try to do uh, these other things or provide to these other services <laughs> to, to keep it clean. Right. For you. <laughs> so that, you know, that you, you, you have this sexual satisfaction. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like if, the, if that discussion ever happened and he's, she's like, I don't have any sex drive. Well, you know, right? Like, right? like his first thought was like, well, you know, there's this thing called open relationships. I could totally just get another girl to, you know, do that stuff. And then we'll just be happy together as like a couple. And it's like, no, that's not like, like you said, Sarah, if it's not enthusiastically uh, uh, approved by both parties, it's like, that's a no go. Mm-hmm. So I think the ultimately, and I think we're both kind of coming to this conclusion, is that, well, obviously this relationship will not, uh, unle- unless again, you can find that common ground and that 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 level playing field of like, okay, I change medications, we can do this again, but never ever talk about open relationships ever again, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, sorry, okay, I you know it's just an idea. I'm horny. What do you want from me? But. <laughs> You know, whatever. Yeah. We're all idiots. Dudes are all idiots. In, in that <laughs> when it comes to sex, when it comes to sex, we're just morons because we're just like, I just want to get rid of it. But I mean, it, that can potentially salvage the relationship. Anyway, if they're compatible everywhere else, it just happens to be this one thing that she can't uh, sensibly provide, but can through the appropriate medication cocktail, then at least try that. Otherwise, I think you and I are coming to that conclusion that the relationship is kind of. DOA and she should probably they should probably try to find people more their speed as yeah. opposed to trying to work it out with an open relationship. Yeah, I mean it just sometimes the sex drive thing it, it that is a reason to end a relationship. It's very sad if everything else is great, but people you know people have needs and the person who wants sex the less the the least is the one who's going to set the pace. So if your needs aren't being met because you want it more, if they're I mean it's just if you can live with that or not. And yeah, like you said, there, there's things to explore. If you want to try to match his, his drive, or if you want to try to find other ways to enjoy sex that you hadn't thought of or haven't tried. Yeah. But I think even, I think you were kind of mentioning this, even the fact that he brought up an open relationship sometimes for some people. And I've, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard even like the other way, like the woman suggests to her boyfriend that they do an open relationship and, Just the fact that it was put out there is sometimes the kiss of death eventually. 
Yeah, that, that was my first thing. It was like usually that for for a lot of people that's a deal breaker immediately. Like, yeah. oh, that should not have been the first. That should not have been in the conversation at all. Other so other solutions should have been f- way before this. And again, I don't know if this is like the final kind of idea, the last idea that they came up with. Like they did tried everything else. We don't know. We don't know their full history. But especially if they've talked and they're like. Yeah, no, we're in a monogamous relationship. I don't want to. I don't want to share you with all these other people. No, this is not going to happen. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, that that that's an issue in itself because he's not thinking about you, and he's more just thinking about sex. That's a tough which, one because you're like, yeah, you're you're suggesting something that is the suggestion itself is very can be can be very hurtful. Can yeah. yeah. And a better way to go about that would just be to express your needs and what you're not getting. And then be like, how can we deal with this? Oh, yeah. yeah I agree 100%. Hopefully this isn't like – hopefully hopefully this is like a, a relationship. Of, like It's been around for like a few years and whatever, and this is kind of what's happening. Because then the breakup is a little more – makes a little more sense. But if they've been together for 20 years and stuff, it's just like – I mean, it's going to be a lot tougher and a lot more complicated. Yeah. Don't know, we don't know the relationship history, so we have to kind of uh, assume that, you know, you're going to have to do what you need to do. But – um yeah, I I think uh, I th- I think the 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 and it's not even it wasn't even a suggestion. The way you wrote it, it, it the the way it was written is the boyfriend wants. Right. Wants. It wasn't like, <laughs> well, we could try it. Let's see if that. It wasn't like, a, well, maybe. Like, you know what? I know exactly what I want right now. You know. <laughs> you know what I'd love to do right now. You want one for Christmas? A PlayStation Five and an open relationship. Can I have them, please? <laughs> Like, uh, just slip it in what? the wish list and you're good yeah. oh look okay so okay your christmas list says socks um pair of pants uh playstation open relationship <laughs> i don't know about the last one babe but uh, that's, a, that's a big one uh, yeah if, i mean if if you can't find that other stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's why it's at the end of the list it's like you know, this is the last one. Like, yeah, try to get the other stuff first. We can't get any. I'll just take the last one. That's fine. Oh my god! As a matter of fact, you can forego all the stuff above that if I can just have that last one. I'm good. It's okay. Oh my god, that reminds me. Else. Like when you say you did something really, really bad, so then you could be like, mm-hmm. "Just kidding, that didn't happen." But this less bad thing did happen. But now you can't be mad at me because I already scared you with the worst right. thing. Like I want a new car. What? Okay. Well, how about just an open relationship? <laughs> right. He's <laughs> like, honey, um, I accidentally set fire to the house, but I also want an open relationship. It's like, well, I guess the lesser of two evils. <laughs> just kidding. The house isn't on fire. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, <clears throat> I don't know if we helped, but uh, we made ourselves <laughs> giggle, and that's really the only. <laughs> that's really the most important thing about about this particular episode, isn't it? <laughs> I'm telling you, we're gonna get to catfishing at some point. Uh, <clears throat> I know we need to. We keep talking about it, but like, I know, how it's gonna it. happen someday? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been, I've been. Very fortunate to have never experienced that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but um, especially, you know, which is weird. 
and and, and we're going to move on to the next section. But it's weird because I'm online so much and I have so much experience with online things and meeting online people. I'm really surprised that one of them wasn't like a 90-year-old dude who pretended they were like a 20-year-old woman and just, mm. hey, well, you know, he's like, <laughs> oh, well, a little, a little strange. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, the love he's my the little voice. Asian boy. Yeah. Little strange, little Asian boy. I was really hoping for it. <laughs> oh, Grandpa. It's a lucky day. This is so messed up, but it's so funny. <laughs> it's okay because you're not yeah. a little boy. You're not no, actually a no, little boy I was anymore. A, I, was an, I, was a, I would have been an adult. Yes, you would have but been still, an adult by then. <laughs> but still. Yeah. Compared to a 90-year-old, I'm a little boy. <laughs> oh. You're so smooth. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. It's like way too much, like just laughing. (laughs) I know. You can when you listen to this episode again. It's like, oh my god, we laughed like twenty minutes. (laughs) Like twenty minutes, we couldn't catch our breath. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't do the. Ideally, I wish I could have done the um, the the old man from Family Guy. (laughs) You know. Oh, what was that? That the guy that oh, yeah. when he talks. <laughs> the whistle. God, he was so yeah. creepy. Hello there, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> That's that really good. It's tough. It's tough with my voice right now, but boy, oh boy. It's oh man, if I could do that impression right now, oh that'd be that'd be amazing. Uh, All right. Anyway. Anyway. We're on to the segment where we uh answer questions from our our one of our favorite contributors to the show. Uh, he definitely likes to write in every single episode, which we love and adore him for. Yay! He's like how left coast and his corner. I, I'm telling you, I'm going to get a, 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 a jingle for the questions, and I need to do a jingle for the corner. He does need a um, jingle. He's he very good with the questions. Yes. So we have quite a few. There's one question that I feel we need to directly address because we don't really source our questions. Now we do in the question segment of the show. And that's for a very specific reason. So Sarah, what's the question and what is that answer? Okay. Well, the question is, where are you sourcing these questions? And we actually get them from multiple places because they don't all come in through like the email or the Facebook. They just don't. Um, We do get them sometimes from email and Facebook, but we also sometimes get asked by just people we know. And we also sometimes find interesting questions in like uh, online where people anonymously ask questions about relationships Uh, where people want to be anonymous. We will remove their name or change it if they want. And sometimes if we find questions where 
Uh, we just find it to be an interesting topic. We will change or remove any specific details so that it's anonymous. But in general, we don't get everything from one or two sources, even though that'd be great because we you know, give all of our tags and everything at the end of the episode. We'd love them all to come in one place, but yeah, uh, they do just come from a variety of different places. Yeah, and, and I'll admit this because I've done this at least once, but like... I'll I'll throw in a question I have in the mix. Oh, really? Something I want to know. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. I did that a, at least once, maybe twice in our previous episodes, where I just like, oh yeah, I'm curious about this idea or this thought, you know, in my own head, and I'm like, oh, and I just put it in there. I'll let you figure out which one it is, uh, even though I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I would I <laughs> like, would I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but I, I yeah, I'll just put it in there. Like it'll just cross my mind. I'm like, oh yeah. You know, maybe it's relating to my own life or, or something or in my past. And I'm like, how would I have had done, handled this differently? What, what what would Sarah's insight be on something that I've experienced in the past? So I've had to do that a few times where I hope I answered the question properly. We try to do our best, but I do find it funny that you need to know, though. That I didn't <laughs> know? Where we're getting questions. No, I'm just, I just find it funny. Like, oh, I mean, it's cool that you wanted to know where we're getting it from. Yeah, it's just all those sorts of places. And you, right, Cal? Yes. Right. All right, what else, does he, what else is he asking? Okay, he says, the base definition that I have used or have been given is that a date is an event with a current or potential romantic partner that involves at minimum food as well as entertainment how do you define a date and thus know someone is attempting to have a romantic relationship with you? Oh, yeah. I think this oh. is like if someone asks you out, how do you know it's a date and not just a hang? Here's the, here's the answer for you. I don't know. I was in college. <clears throat> First off, a date is like this fruit from a tree. It's kind of <laughs> um, There's actually in Palm Springs. I just really briefly. There's, in Palm Springs, there's a, a place where. All they do is dates. They have a date farm. Right? And all they do is sell dates. And they sell dates in like, and they like do date shakes, which is, I've never had that before. It's a very interesting flavor, very interesting kind of mix of stuff. Oh, wow. And uh, it's just a weird, it's just weird. So dates, I didn't know I liked dates until I, until, until I saw this place. I'm like, oh, dates are pretty good. So if you like dates, you know, they're actually apparently a pretty good fruit. Anyway, I was in college. I was in the, uh, the psychology class. And this girl asked me to go to coffee with her. And I'm like, oh, this is probably for the class. You know, we have a class together. I mean, sure. <laughs> so I go to the, the to the coffee shop. It's just the two of us. Nobody else. Just the two of us having coffee. Like, hanging out. And <laughs> I had no idea I was on a date. And she, like, kept hang wanting to hang out with me. I'm like, why do you want to keep hanging out with me? Like, I had no idea what was going on. At all, because in it, it didn't. The, the, there was food. There was coffee. Mm-hmm. Entertainment was us talking to each other and sharing stories, and like, <laughs> to know each other. But I had no idea because we were from the same class. And I'm like, okay, we talked all the time in class. We hang out and stuff. I'm like, I don't. Why, you know? And then we graduated, and she's like. Hang out with me after graduation. And she starts introducing me to her friends. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm like, you want to go hang out afterwards and like do a thing? And I'm like, ah, I can't. I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> 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 you 
you know, or whatever. I forget what the excuse was, but I'm like, I didn't go out with her or anything. And she was real pretty and real smart and everything. But I didn't, I, it, it never dawned on me that she was trying to go out, like trying to take me out on dates and stuff and do stuff with her. Like it just never dawned on me. Aww. So yes. So how do I know? I don't mm. <laughs> I never know. I never know. Um, but yeah, that's a that was a pretty sad story. No, the only way I did know was again also in college, a girl from another class. This was before this girl, like years before this girl happened. A girl just came up to me and said, "Hey, I think you're you know I you know I think you're really cute. We should go out, <laughs> right?" And that was it. I'm like, "Well, thank you for telling me, because I would never have known if you didn't tell me straight to my face." Well, mm. So, I don't know. Well, Do you know when you're on dates there, Sarah? You know? Hmm. First of all, I want to say, I, you know, I broke down laughing there in the middle. And I'm sorry if that was a sad dating story. It's just, as you saw, Pete had his tail all over my face. Oh, yeah. No. Well, yeah, no. Well, I think you muted because I didn't hear any of your – I don't think I heard the laughter. I think you might have muted. Okay. Because I'm like, I saw you're laughing, but I'm like, I didn't. It, it, I was, I was like, all right. um, <laughs> okay, good. I wasn't mean to like laugh at your pain. Um, it wasn't pain. No, it was, there was no pain. So <laughs> it's a laughable moment because I was being stupid. Not oh, we're all. Yeah, we all have those painful, stupid moments in our youth, don't we? Um, I've definitely, definitely been um, embarrassed, embarrassingly misunderstood situations when I was younger. But as far as knowing when it's a date, yeah, that probably happened a lot more when I was younger, too. Like, just not being clear on that. Okay. I'm sure that there are, like, certain scenarios and events where it's, like, if this isn't a date, then this is a really weird hangout. Like, going dinner dancing or, you know, and you're, like, dressed up really nice. Um, or, I don't know... Maybe like a yeah, like a like uh, getting on his or her private jet, flying to like Tuscany for a candlelit dinner. Probably a date. Um, Wait, did that happen to you? <laughs> no, I'm just saying oh. we're talking about the thresholds. Oh, I was like, damn. No, wow. yeah, damn. No. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. Wow. Damn. I have not oh. never done that. No. Um, I think that it's pretty impossible to tell without just making it known even that yeah yeah even coffee meetups is usually what i would do for first i wouldn't even call it a date but like when i was meeting up with someone from online dating we would do a coffee meetup and that was certainly with like the intention of a something romantic it wasn't just as friends that that's called the interview Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. So no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, 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 that, 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 I think that's what I would. Oh. I don't know if that's what it's called. <laughs> I like I it. That as the interview, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I guess it's not really a date then. But I think probably if it's in the evening and it's just the two of you, and they have asked you to go to dinner or a movie or dancing or putt-putt golf, something where it's just the two of you and you're unlikely to be, like, grinding on other people. Probably a date. But don't ever just assume. You should, you know, try to make it as clear as you can 
before you make any assumptions, you can always just wait and see, but before you do anything that might, I don't know, hurt their feelings or hurt your own, (laughs) you you could just be clear about it and ask. Yeah. I think, I think here's the most important thing to deter, to, to define a date. Um, Make sure you use the word date when you ask someone out. <laughs> like, then you're done. Then, then, then you're done. Then you know at least, right? Hey, I'd like to take you out on a date. Just, just say it. Why do we not say things anymore? Why do we not tell people exactly what we're trying to do? Communicating okay, is like, hard. Well, but like, <laughs> so I went out. Like, I've gone out with girls before whom I pretty sure. Had all, well, no, I know for a fact had all the elements of a date. Mm-hmm. Every little, every part of it was a date. But I don't believe that the that the girl that I was with those times believed it was. I believe she thought she was hanging, just hanging out with somebody they knew, right? But you know, friend or whatever. Oh, right. Like I think that's what the concept was because there was no. There was no flirting really from her end, right? Mm. Which is fine. I understand. But why go out? I told, like, I, I, I mean, I didn't say, we're, but that's the thing. I didn't say we're going on a date. I said, I'd love to take you out. You know, you want to go watch a movie, have some dinner, go watch a movie. I didn't say date. Oh. Which is my own fault, I should have said. I'd love to take you out on a date. Let's go have some dinner and a movie. Mm. And then they could have said, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. I can't be out too late. I have other things to do. Laundry. Oh, my cat needs to knock over my bottle of water. Oh, I cannot go. I have to clean the mess. You know. I have to clean the messes of my life. Yes. Oh, God. I, I don't know where I heard this, but I like excuses. I. I I guess common excuses were like, oh, I have to wash my hair. Oh, I have to do laundry. I can't hang out because I have to wash my hair. I mean, okay, well, if you also have to do your hair, that could be like two or three hours right there. So I would. That's why it's a good excuse because dudes are like, (laughs) you're like, oh, that sounds complicated. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll back off then. It's like, all right, I guess I'll have to date myself. <laughs> all right, what uh, what do we have here as another question from Right okay. Cow? Another question from Right Cow is, what are your favorite or most used emoticons? Why can one have an entire romantic communication with a significant other using only emojis? Oh, wait, I think he said emotions, not emoticons. But I think it's emoticons okay. because it goes to emojis because I'm like, emotions? <laughs> My favorite emotion is being happy. <laughs> but I yeah. mean, you know, whatever. I like that um, one too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So emojis. I like I like the smiley with like the closed but happy eyes and like the little blush on the cheeks. Uh, that's a good one I use a lot. I also like the hearts are good for just about everything. And you can change the color of heart depending on how serious you are about the person. If it's just a friend, then it's a yellow heart. And then... <laughs> is, it, is, that, is, that, is that true? Is that a real thing? It seems to be the case. I don't know if it's an actual, like, an actual well 
used thing, but I also have friends that we use red hearts with each other. So I don't know. I, I have, well, here's the thing. I don't use hearts. I mean, <gasps> you I mean, just I, aren't I, I mean, living. For, like, no, well, I mean, in the sense <laughs> of like, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I just in general, I don't use emojis in, at all, I guess I should say. I don't use hearts. I don't use any emoji, but I would think a heart, no matter what, was a it is an indication of of affection. I guess it's just affection, right? It doesn't have to be like love. It could be just like I'm affect I I like you or I you know am affectionate towards you. Not in a romantic way, just affectionate. It can also be like I love the thing you just sent me. Like you sent a picture of a cute kitten and you send back a heart. Like, oh I love oh, that. So it's not always necessarily I love you, but it's a good one. It's very versatile if you are expressive about how much you love different things. Sure. Um, I like the one where he's like his eyes are squinting and his mouth is like a like like a crack like a cracked um like it's zigzag like. Oh, okay. I like that one. I don't really 100 percent know what it's supposed to mean, but I use it like. <laughs> Okay, is it like it, it, it could mean it could mean I'm on heroin and it's like, well, I'm just going to use it anyway because it looks cute. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird because some of them do have like definitions, right? They do. Yeah, some of them. Like, if you type something in, a bunch of them will show up. I wish they had like each one had a name, but like I don't know how to find that out. I also like the one where the eyes are like spirals, like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you just you lot you like a lot of the facial emojis. Yes, I like the facial expression resume. ones. Yeah, for sure. And mm. upside down smile is a good one. I know we talked about that before. Yes, that's true. What about you? Uh, uh, I again, I don't because I don't use it. It's really hard to say. I guess if I were to pick an emoticon emoji that I use most often, it's on Facebook. And you know you have the different types of reactions now. It's not just I, I, I so so happy the days of the thumbs up are over, and it's now thumbs up thumbs up heart care, you mm. know, surprise and whatever. Ang- oh, and angry, and I use the surprise emoji a lot for like everything. If someone says, you know, like shows a picture of a bottle of wine, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like. You know, just like surprise, like oh wow, that's a big bottle of wine. I don't say anything. I'm just like that's my reaction to more or less everyone on Facebook, right? Like it doesn't matter what it is. It's like oh yeah, went to the bathroom today. <gasps> you know, like oh okay, all right. Like, oh my god. Right. Well, because everyone uses the same two emojis. They use the the the, the, the like thumbs up or the heart, mm-hmm. and that's it. And I'm like, but they just showed you. They showed you <laughs> that they went through the car wash in the middle of the day. Like, why? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know why. But, like, like you did the shock face like, to, shock. like, be like, oh, that's what you're going to post is I went through the car wash. So I'm going to sarcastically look shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's so, it's so diverse. It, it's, it's such a, such a, a diverse and, 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 and like, uh, multifaceted emoji, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, is it surprise? Is it, is it you know, um, a mockery of what you're doing? Is oh. it sarcasm? Is it, like, you can't tell because it's, it's over everything. That is so and funny. Pretty much anything. You know. Now, mind you, I don't use it, but that's the one I use the most. I, I do the heart, I do the care, I do all that stuff. But 
if I, for some reason, am scrolling through my timeline, you know, which I do like once every few days, I will mostly put like, oh, shock. I can't believe you use it mockingly. That's so funny. Well, <laughs> because there's no like, there's no like sarcastic emoji where like, oh, okay, like, sure. You know? Oh, I mean, there's just so like, few. How do I put, how, like, there are. There's only, like, like half dozen. Five or six, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how do I how do I properly express how much I just hate the thing that you posted? Oh my god. That I hate it. Oh <laughs> surprise. <laughs> but oh that's not god. the usual. But but you know, that's not always the case. But sometimes <laughs> it is just like Now I know what to think when you give me that reaction. <laughs> No, but you okay? Sometimes you draw something like really surprising, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'm kidding." I know I won't. I won't just assume you're reacting ironically all the time. No, <laughs> no. There's certain people I will act ironically, but for most people, it's sincere. I'm very sincere about my <laughs> that. Is so funny. <laughs> it's such. Yeah, I mean, it's a, like I said, it's just a versatile, you know, emoji. It, it gets the job done, and again, it makes people think. Why did they do that? Like, why did they make that? Why is that? The, why is that their reaction to the fact that I ate pancakes today? Like, why is that the reaction? Are they surprised about pancakes? Oh, yeah. And then you want them to like really dig deep and be like, "Well, if I'm surprised, someone is surprised by this. Maybe it means that deep down, I know this really isn't all that interesting." <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, I I don't post much. You don't post much. No. But there are some people who dis, who just for the life of them every 20 minutes need to post something. <laughs> yeah. There's only so many things I can like. Some of it is just shocking. Yeah. No, I hear Why you. Did you po- Why did you just post that? Um, can you have an entire romantic communication with use with your soul? Yes. Sarah has proven. No, <laughs> we do not only talk with emojis. I can't believe that. Yeah. I can't believe it came across that way. <laughs> shock face. It, yeah. It's usually shock face, um, eggplant, <laughs> arrow up, arrow down. <laughs> I mean, yes, I love Wa- emojis. A squirt oh, water sign. The water squirt. <laughs> I do love emojis, but don't be thinking that that I don't <laughs> don't use words because I, as much as I love emojis, the idea of a relationship that is sustained entirely on emojis is just ridiculous. <laughs> like, what kind of people are these people? Taco eggplants. <laughs> <laughs> Just emojis. That's the whole relationship. Left emoji, right emoji, left emoji, right emoji. I mean, water squirt again. <laughs> that's like that's like emoji porn, basically. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what other things are you gonna? What other emoji uh, strings are you gonna send to your SO? Right, like what else? I'm trying to imagine like how you could like have complex discussions just emojis it would be really confusing like maybe if you okay so like say you're about to it's gonna take you um an hour and a half to go drive to your boyfriend's house 
So you put a picture of a, a guy, then a car, then that hundred with the lines underneath it, because that's close enough to 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, close, close enough. It's close enough. You, you, you'll, you'll be there in the general vicinity of that uh, hour and a half. Um, and then, yeah, and then eggplant tacos water splash thing <laughs> oh my god they have a geyser geyser um but anyway well then she's gonna think okay so he thinks if he buys a car i'm 100 percent gonna have sex with him Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> even other than yeah so he interprets it as oh i need to buy a car not that she's gonna be here in an hour and a half i need to buy a car <laughs> We're going to go get eggplant tacos for some reason. They're going to be so squirty. <laughs> we're going to get the some wet eggplant tacos. Like, I guess we're going to do that. That's fine. Let's go. Oh, it's going to be the strangest date you've ever been on. <laughs> yes. I, I hate to say it. Right cow, left coast. I just don't think it's possible. No. I mean, there's someone out there who's doing it. I'm certain younger people are doing it. I'm certain younger people you think so? are able to have. Oh yeah. How, yeah, just emojis? I don't know. I guess Francis has a has a better imagination than me. I just, I feel like in reality, I don't know how it could last more than like a couple days. On just, <laughs> I've seen. Well, that's, okay. Well, no, that's true. I, I, I can't. I don't think there's full on conversations. <laughs> But, but but I think that you can communicate in just emojis, at least like a. a How about a, like ninety percent emojis? Ninety percent emojis. 90%. I could see that maybe yeah. happening. It would still be, I feel like, a lot of miscommunication. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're down with that. Yeah, they don't care. The kids are down. With, <laughs> the kids are down with the miscommunication. All right. Well, thank you again, right, Caliph Coast. For your questions, we always love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to send your questions, it's uh, is this love pod at gmail.com where you too can ask us uh, what emojis we use when we are trying to, uh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> uh, warn the other. Oh, no, when we're trying to ask our significant other if we want to be in an open relationship where it's. Two people, a door. I guess that's it, because <laughs> the door is open. And then, like <laughs> and, okay. and then my and then the significant other is like, you want two people to walk through a door? I don't understand. Well, yeah. we All right. I don't know. I changed my answer. I think it could be like sixty percent emojis max. I <laughs> that just is too. That's too confusing. Even if you put a question mark and like, yeah. <laughs> You need more words than that to express in a relationship. <laughs> you sh- oh my god! Never mind. I was going to say something terrible, but I won't. <clears throat> um, we have one article we'll go through fairly quickly because yeah, we're going to go long tonight. But you know what? I've given up on trying to make this sh- this show short. We have so much to talk about when it comes to these topics, and we're having too much fun. <laughs> Why would I deny this fun? So we're going to wrap it up with an article mm-hmm. from The Atlantic. I had to get this article because we did one recently, or I don't know how recently, 
where there was like, how do you know you're dating your friend or something <laughs> like that or getting to a relationship with your friend? And it was like, oh, I don't know. You asked your friend out on a date. And it's like, well, yeah, then I guess I am going out with my friend. Like, yeah. How much are, when you start, when, you're, when your tongue is down their throat, then you know that you're dating your friend. It's like, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I guess those are, I guess those are a little on the nose. So, but this one is the case for dating a friend from the Atlantic. Now, I am a person who actually believes that a lot of good relationships can come from friendships Mm -hmm. um, because you already know the person. Why you don't move into the romantic thing, you know, it could be for whatever reason, right? Like some people just don't get romantically involved because maybe they're, I don't know, maybe because it was just something that they thought would ruin the friendship or maybe they thought that it would complicate things to the point where it might not be feasible or something. But sometimes people want to just, Take the leap. Some people just want to jump into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now you read this article. Yeah. What are they trying to tell us? What What is this? What is Joe Pinsker's? <laughs> oh, that's surprising. That is surprising. I, I thought I, it was a woman when I read it. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a guy. Um, what do you think is, or what was their argument? I guess for the most part, for dating a friend. Well, essentially, he was saying that. Yes, there is a risk, but you should just take it because you already have this base of knowing them and having comfort with them. And when you're out there trying to date, you know, you're trying to build that with someone brand new. So, you know, why not just take the plunge? I do think it's um, good to note that this is from his perspective as someone who it worked out for. So he's in a very rosy, you know, point of view here saying like, come on, it could totally work. And it could, it definitely could work. I think some people pretty, um, well, I've known people who have said that they prefer, they would prefer to meet someone romantically who they're already friends with and they prefer to start a relationship that way. But a lot of people are scared of that because of the risk of ruining the friendship. And it does work out sometimes like it did for this guy. But that doesn't mean the risk isn't there. Personally, I've never tried it. I've never really been tempted to try it. I think that I have a feeling that if it didn't work out, I don't know, probably a lot of the times if you mutually decide it's not going to work that way then eventually you could go back to being friends mm-hmm. but if one person has stronger feelings than the other then yeah you could lose the friendship so i think it's easier to go but revert back to friends rather than like dating someone brand new and then like well let's just be friends it's like that's a little harder because you didn't have that foundation to begin with yeah <clears throat> i don't think that that usually works out for a lot of people i do know people who who do stay friends with their exes, um, which is totally fine. I just think for the majority of people, yeah, if you're, if you want to have a friendship with your ex, it's much more likely to happen if you were friends first. Mm. Now, one of the, (laughs) he, he puts in a study too, which I think is a good argument sort of for the whole friends to relations. Cause we were talking about earlier. One of the very first questions was like, 
how do I get that self-confidence to be more attractive, to be all these things? And he says, in a 2015 study, it found that couples who were friends before dating differed more in their levels of physical attractiveness than couples who weren't. In other words, they found each other more attractive physically because of their knowledge of their inner beauty. Mm. And that reflected in their outer beauty. And therefore, they found that person more attractive versus people who were strangers and had to rely on that attractiveness based off of, like, well, first glance. Like, oh, do I find this person attractive? You know? Definitely. And I think that's a good good thing. Like, sure. Like, personally for me, I think that this is definitely a good way to go. Um, I know that it is that risk. That's only if you're willing to take the risk, though, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right? Because with high risk comes high reward. Mm. Now, one of the, you know, when in high school, one of the first people I kind of fell in love with was a, one of my friends. Um, you know, we just became, we were friends and she was aggressive. <laughs> Not aggressive <laughs> in the sense of like, she was like, Okay, so here I am, freshman in high school. I think actually I think we started talking sophomore in high school. And so here I am, sophomore in high school. Here's this girl, me in the class. Like I don't know, just want to, you know, we just get paired up and we start talking to each other, mm-hmm. and um, it blossoms into like we wrote letters to each other every day. Aww. Yeah, yeah, like like that, right? Like like that. You know, like it was that kind of friendship where we're just like every day, like here's a new letter, here's a new letter, you know. And I learned how to fold those really oh, yeah. stupid <laughs> cube things, you know, whatever for the letters and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so dumb, but I'm going to do it anyway. Which is probably why I didn't do too well in school because I was too busy writing her a letter versus like paying attention in class. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm writing notes. Yeah, teacher, I'm writing notes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, no, really. I'm just trying to tell this girl that like, oh, we had a fun doing this thing or whatever. And I started off very friendly. And as I got to know her more, you know, it maybe took another year. But after, like, my junior year, I'm like, oh, jeez, I really like this girl. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I let her know. Like, oh, I let her know. And she was very nice about it. She's like, yeah, but, I, you know, one thing or another. She came from a very strict family or whatever. She's like, yeah, I really, I can't, like, date anybody here or anything. Aww. My parents will, won't allow that to happen. Yeah. So. Let's just stay friends. And I'm like, I mean, it could have been worse. Like, I could have not had you have a friend. So we'll be friends. And so our friendship continued up until college and whatever. I I mean, that whole time, like, I could have easily, easily gone back to, like, let's make this into a relationship. Because we were really compatible, I thought. I thought we really worked Mm -hmm. as as friends and would have really worked as a couple. Um but it just never happened. And then I found other people and I moved on with life. Mm. But um, the worst part, of course, is that at, at, there was a point and she and I hate her for this to this day. But she did tell me at some point, like, yeah, I would have like I would have done it. Like, I, I just, you know, I didn't. As it says in this article, I, she didn't want to ruin the, you know, the friendship. But um. she totally wanted it. To, she wanted it as much as I did. But she was afraid of what would happen. And I'm like, it would have been awesome. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It would have been amazing. We would have 20 kids like, by we, now. <laughs> yeah, like, we obviously, like, are so, like, we, we really work together. We both had kind of the same sensibilities and at same level of intelligence, everything. Like, we, we really, I really felt we were very compatible even at that young age. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, nothing ever happened from it. 
So Aww. there's a risk both ways, right? Like yeah. the potential for a budding, wonderful relationship, potentially, right? Or maybe again, potentially losing it as well, losing a friendship if if it doesn't work out. So yeah. So I hope your relationship with your boyfriend now lasts forever. You have get married, have twenty million kids, all that stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> I hope you. I hope you and him repopulate the earth. If you uh, ever have, a yeah, that's what it sounded like the kind of litter we're gonna have there. <laughs> Earth repopulating amount of children. <laughs> I'm just saying, but um, you know, we might be you know, one and done. So let's not jump the gun. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. But probably, yeah. probably not like ten. Like we're not really like kind of people who are like we need to fill a, a big house to the brim with children. Yeah, yeah, maybe the next John and Kate plus eight. Probably not. Probably yeah. not, especially since then it was just Kate plus eight. Or the Duggars. Or just, oh, yeah, God, like, no. Kids or something like that. Oh, no, never. Um, but, you know, I'm just saying, in the in the far future, if, if things don't work out, you should try it. Go find a random friend of yours and just go date Go them. find a random friend. <laughs> yeah, just a random one. Anyway, well, just... Put a name on a dartboard and just throw a dart and see what it lands on. They're like, I guess I'm going to have to date him now. Um, but yeah. I will say I've thought before, like, you know, when I was single, if it would be better to date someone that I had known for many years, like uh, a guy friend that I had known for many years. And I thought that that would be really awesome if, if it seemed like it would work that way. But I just feel like then when I thought about my friends that I'd known for many years, I just thought we're much better as friends, you know? It's like, I find none of them attractive. It's not even that. They're all so ugly. No, it's Uh, not even that. Like, I have attractive friends, but, you know, I think think most of my friends are attractive. Not to say that I can't be friends with unattractive people. That's not at all. Maybe it's just... (laughs) Oh, no, that's that's not to go down this rabbit hole. All right, let's just stick with the... uh, the original premise. Okay. Yeah, I can. Yeah, look, I appreciate that too. I mean, I understand. Like, um, I, I have I have a limited. You know, one of my friends actually, we made a bet, or not a bet, but we made a deal that if we didn't get into a relationship after a certain age, that we would just marry each other. Oh. Married, because it's like we like each other. You know, we're good friends, and we're just like let's just you know we're we're gonna pull friends right or like because that's what they did in friends right they were like if we don't get married or somebody had that in friends like they, if they don't get married at a certain age they would get married to each other i think well they also had it in seinfeld i think always oh, be seinfeld i think uh kramer said to elaine he was like by the time we're both like 30 do you want to get married she was like make it 50 <laughs> right yeah exactly yeah 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 so <laughs> that's that was an option that i made with a friend though whom I'm like, yeah, I would that would be cool. Like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad to be in a relationship with this person. Like she's a cool person, but I'm like, yeah. I mean, we're more friends than anything else, so maybe it'd be a really friendly like friendship friend marriage. Marriage. Yeah, because like we're really we're just like more palsy than we are like romantically interested in each other, but you never you know, some relationships like that can work. Do you think so? so? Do you think anyone's ever done that like for real? Like 
Oh, we yeah. reach this age oh, yeah. and we still don't romantically love each other, but let's get married. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Interesting. 100%. I believe that. Yeah. Because I, you know, I think that's, oh yeah. I think that could, that's something that you can make work. Like, I think that's something that you can, you can build off of. Hmm. Um, even though, you know, cause with friendship, obviously there's some attraction, right? It may not be the intense, passionate, like whatever attraction that you would for someone who you were all romantically uh, feeling for, but you know, you felt enough attraction to be like, yeah, it, 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 and not just physically, just like overall that you could be their friend for X number of years and, and still have a good, strong relationship. So I could see that totally happening. Yeah. Hmm. As they say in, um, no, that's not what they say. <laughs> I was going to say in Aladdin, I was in Aladdin, but no, that's, take, that's a jump. Let's take one jump, not one leap. Take a, take a leap, uh, take a quantum leap, um, and find yourself in the body of another person and say, "Oh boy," and be Scott Bakula for like a day. Anyway, for anyone who's ever watched Quantum Leap. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, there you go. Thanks everyone for listening, <clears throat> for enduring. Our giggle fest as we oh my gosh yeah <laughs> as as we continue to laugh about everyth- everything, but that shows that we're having a good time and hopefully you did too. If you did, you know what? If you don't have any questions and you just want to say, "Man, I had a good time with that episode. That was really fun." I love your really scratchy, sick voice, Francis. Have more of that. <laughs> oh, and your and your creepy ninety year old man voice. Do that more. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really funny voice. <laughs> So if you're interested, is this love pod at gmail.com or maybe you want to hit us up on the socials. Is this love pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even look that up. We're there. We got a few more people liking our page. Love it. Let's grow that number. I'll be uh, sharing more articles soon on that page and, and sharing more of our fun insights and maybe uh, some personal posts now i should stop i probably should stop just retweeting and put personal stuff in there too and just talk about regular things um so uh to make it more you know interactive um and lastly of course look we have patreon who cares don't worry about that that's not important <laughs> what is important is that you go you know wipe the drool off your face and go to your uh, podcatcher of choice, whatever it is that you used to listen to us, Spotify, we're on Spotify, um, uh, iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, Audible even, apparently, we're on Audible. Oh, wow. I guess it's part of Amazon Music, yeah. Google Play, we're on all these things. Go onto those things and be like, all right, I'm going to put a five-star review. Look how, these guys are amazing. They smell, they smell like cotton candy. I wish we had more of it. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Have we gotten that review? I I don't know. I'm going to check right now. Actually, I would love that review. Not yet, but if we if we if we get that review, we're going to talk about on the show. We want to hear about it. Tell us that we smell like cotton candy. (laughs) That we taste like uh, double mint bubble gum or chewing gum, not bubble gum because that wasn't bubble gum. You know, or maybe some hubba bubba. You know, we love, we love that our flavor lasts for about 30 seconds and then is gone forever. Um, whatever it is, leave that review because guess what? It just tells the world that we exist and it shares us with the, with, with the world. And don't you want to share us with the world? You're listening right now. You like what we're doing. You want to share that with others because you know what? 
Sharing is caring. Yeah. I heard that somewhere. It was very prolific. I didn't, I, I know I heard it somewhere. <laughs> and, and plus, and plus again, you can hear us laugh uh, for, for an hour. hour, hour. <laughs> so make that happen. Um, one of these days, we're just going to have an episode where you just laugh from beginning to end and we never say anything. <laughs> and that's the show. Uh, let's see. Let's see Sarah making uh, show art for that one. You know, like, oh, yeah. It's just us laughing. For a Someone made a suggestion, actually. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pass, I'm going to do it on air of doing plushes of the hearts as like a cool little thing to like. Oh, my gosh. And, Do I have to get a sewing machine? No, 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 no. I would, <laughs> I would have a service do it. I would just have them do it off of your, your art. Oh, I could. Um, yeah. I mean, we could like make a pattern or like a little design that you send to somebody and they make it right. Yeah. yeah that yeah. would be kind of fun. Yeah, and then maybe even turn it into like a little giveaway on here for you know, people sending questions. You know, um, we'll randomly pick someone from who sends questions in, and they get a, a plushy, a little plushy heart. That sounds Better awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or green, I guess, because now there's a green heart. You know. Oh yeah, so he's like the other one. The other one, yeah. the open relationship one. But anyway, <laughs> just an idea we're throwing out there. So, uh, uh, like the jingles, uh, hopefully to be here soon i th- unlike other podcasts these are promises i will keep i'll make them happen <laughs> it's just gonna it's, i just need some time and i think at some episode i will kind of tell you why i'm having a little bit of a hard time doing some of these things lately uh maybe maybe in the next one just so you guys can know what's happening in my world just be like oh yeah okay cool take your time francis we realize why it's taking a little bit of time so um but yeah i'll, I'll, I'll maybe I'll, I'll let you guys in next time but anyway until then have yourself a good time. Love your emojis. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> love your emojis and love them sweet, sweet thighs. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know. No. <laughs> don't let don't let them crush your head. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Waiting down there, and uh, we'll talk to you all next time. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs)